today is not that day. Tonight, we dine in heck. Hold! Brothers, Hold! To arms! For victory! For freedom! Ah! My leg! That still only counts as one. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Omega Podcast. Spring break edition. Hey. Hey. Let's go. We're out there, not in champagne, mixing it up. That's right. Doing whatever. Andy, where where are you right now? I right now. Like right recording now. this. No. At the time that our listeners will be hearing this, where will you be? I will probably be in Vegas. Vegas baby. Vegas baby. Gonna be playing roulette, gonna be playing some blackjack. E yes. Gonna see some Penn and Teller? Probably not. I don't know. That'd be dope. Michael Jackson oh, show. Who was that? Did you hear somebody? I don't know. It feels like someone talked. And that wasn't you. When we weren't introduced. Is Josh here? No. No. It's just us. Well, anyways, um, maybe we should introduce our guest. Yeah. Uh, he goes by many names. Uh, El Jefe. Uh, El Mexicano. Um, Al Pal. Al Pal. Ali. Alley Cat. Alley Cat. Or that one. Now we're gonna call him Alley Cat. Yeah, um, feel free to call him any of those names. Yeah, but it, his good grivet, good my Christian name, <laughs> God given. Is that what you're trying to say? But his God given Christian name is Alec Garcia. Middle name. Well, hold on, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say my name wrong? Yes. Yes. Okay. You actually did. Should I re-say it? Yes. Alec Garcia. Mm, see, middle name as well thing, though, because there's we, something not complete about it yeah we ha- my christian name is alec joel garcia wow biblical it's biblical i don't know why you wanted to leave it out then yeah it's strange but anyways um let's just jump right in um Obviously, I mean, I'm going to know most of the stuff that we're talking about, but... Um, you can ask great questions then. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. Why, sure, why would sure. you... Hold on. Why would you already know um, about all that? Because Andy. we are brothers. We're all brothers in Christ, Brother? yeah, but... Blood. What about We blood? have the same parents. Wow. That's interesting. Oh. Um, and so I will know a lot of this stuff. Hopefully I will learn something. But... Well, it depends. Let's go through a, a little bit of, of your childhood and how okay. that was. Yep. Um, talk about your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, and just your parents. Schooling and everything. Uh, just go through that for us. Uh, okay. Um, well, me and you, uh, mm-hmm. Andy, grew up uh, in Bloomington, Illinois. Shout out. Uh, Blono. Let's go Blono. Um, and we were uh, raised in the Bloomington Church of Christ. Um, entire lives. We lived just south of Bloomington, still in the in the city limits, but next to a place called Crestwick, kind of out near the country. Um, and we were both homeschooled. Yeah. Uh, up until high school, huh. Andy Andy has a little bit of a different story there, but uh, I was up until high school, and uh, you know it just meant that we were at home a lot. We uh, spent time, a lot of time together. Uh, very little time apart from each other, mm-hmm. actually. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, what else? Uh, my parents are Lance and Lana. Uh, uh, yeah. And um, what else? What else am I forgetting to share? What else do I need to share? So being homeschooled, you were homeschooled from the beginning of your schooling until high school. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Wow. Do you know, do you have any insight into why that decision was made? Um, I don't actually know for sure. Um, I think it had something to do with actually like being sheltered from like just the world and like stuff that goes down in middle school and, you know, just other kids being jerks and other kids having uh, parents that didn't really train them right. And so they kind of mm-hmm. wanted to protect us from that. Um, we hung out a lot with kids from church. Um, we did a lot of, uh, homeschooling groups. So, uh, I think, what was it called? Uh, I, I forget what it was called. E-group. 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 Yes. It was like a once a month thing where a bunch of homeschoolers got together and had some fun. Um, it was all right. And, uh. Doesn't sound like much fun was I try, try to forget those days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have any friends from those days. Yeah, I, 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 I knew a couple people, but we just, I don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, then we got to high school and, um, high school was great. I loved my high school. Um, but yeah, I love being homeschool. Um, we got, uh, to kind of start school like at, at nine or 10, uh, have, wow. have a break in there for lunch and then finish up by one or two. Um, some days we need to get groceries. So we learned how to get groceries <laughs> and went to the store instead of school. Come on, life skills. Um, didn't really learn how to do taxes, but you know. We lived out, uh, we had a big yard, and so we had a, a little cat named Cheddar. Um, Cheddar. And Cheddar was the best, man. He was like a dog. Was he, he sharp? Did, was he? Did he have sharp nails, I mean? <laughs> Are you referring to sharp Cheddar? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> but that only works if his claws were sharp. He did have claws. Clails? Clails? Well, I'm really going to have to be picky and choosy. Uh, he did have claws. He had claws. He had claws. Were they sharp? Um, yeah. He so was he was a... sharp cheddar. Okay. That's a pretty cheesy joke. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, oh, so great. he was an outdoor cat. Um, and He was an alley cat? Uh, no, there were no alleys in our neighborhood. No. Huh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was an outdoor cat, though. He was an outdoor cat, yeah. Um, it was great. He would follow us around when we go on walks. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cheddar had a long life. Cat. You know what was great about homeschooling? He did have a long life. He was like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So. What was the cool thing about being homeschooled? Yeah. One of the coolest things is that we get to go on vacation when nobody else is on vacation. So Two we max. get to go to like Sea World in San Diego or to Harry Potter World during. Well, that was over Christmas, so that was a little stuff. So, but um, just going to places in the off season and. No lines, just kind of wow. get to have a great experience. Yeah. Did you guys do that a lot? You guys went to just different places when you went on vacation? Yeah. So my parents had a timeshare. Um, and so we got to go to a bunch of different places uh, in that. I don't know how exactly it works, but we basically got to go to a hotel every year um, and stay at a really nice place and go on a trip. Dang, that's the plug. Yeah. That's how to do it. We went to San Diego like three or four different times. Been to Boston. Went to Mexico. Uh, Mexico. That was where they got the timeshare. Mm-hmm. We went to Orlando. Um, I think we did something in Minnesota once. 
but kind of forgettable, you know. Don't remember that. Yeah, Minnesota's gone. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's not much there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's just trying to get out of there. That's right. The people there are great. Yeah, but even then, they move to places like here. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, What else? So how was the curriculum based? Like, was it your mom taught you, like, with a chalkboard or something? Or was it, like, just all out of a book? Or how, how did you, you guys do it? A, I don't like that you're assuming that our mom taught because it's like, you know, but um, she did. It's <laughs> <laughs> 2018. It was Whoop, more, there it is. It was, it was more like textbooks at the beginning, I think. Yeah. So it was a lot more mom was hands on in the curriculum uh, when we were younger. We had like a, a whiteboard and like uh, one of those old laminated maps, big wall maps. Um and we would like learn out of books, right? So there was curriculum books, there's a math, English, whatever. Um, that came with like different sheets, so like math tables. Um, and so that was a lot growing up. I think we did phonics growing up, hooked on phonics. Oh, hooked on phonics was the, the <laughs> wow, that was great. Um, but then as we got older, we got actually computers, and um, there was a software that was a homeschooling software that we used a lot. Um, my mom would go to these conferences, I don't even know what they were called. But she would go there for homeschoolers and curriculum, and she would buy curriculum there, and, and we would use that for the year. Nice. Yeah. So were both your parents working? No. So my mom was a full-time stay-at-home mom, and my dad is a pharmaceutical 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 mm-hmm. sales rep. It's a hard word. Drug rep. Drugs dealer. He, sell, he sells drugs. He's, he's a drug dealer. He's yeah. also Mexican. Uh, he's a Mexican drug dealer. Yeah, so he fits the bill. He mm-hmm. really does. But he's really good at his job, and so he was um, doing that full-time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he, he brought home the bacon, so to speak. Oh, did you guys have bacon a lot? We actually did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a bit. Dang, sounds like a sounds like a pretty, pretty chill childhood. Yeah, it was great. I have very fond memories of, well... Mostly fond memories. Oh. There's, uh, so when you're homeschooled, and I, I'm sure this was with any siblings, really, but when you're homeschooled, you spend a lot of time around your siblings. And, uh, you know, when you're young, you don't really have the uh, self-control thing down yet. And uh, so when uh, certain somebody would be annoying me uh, quite a bit. Um, Cheddar? Mom? You know, something there. Yeah, one, yeah. One of the, one of the one of those. Probably um, It was just hard, you know, like I, there was a lot of times where I was super, super annoyed. And this is still one of the things that I deal with is being easily annoyed. Um, but where I would just actually be like hateful and be just really just so mad. Um, and then I would get ticked at how my parents would handle things because uh, at the time I didn't think it was fair. Uh, I felt a lot of times it was um, very much coming down on me. Um and I think that was a big part of it was just being the older brother and dealing with that. Um, but part of it was the the parenting style where it's uh, each kid kind of needs something different. And uh, for me growing up, I was able to take more uh, just brute, like honesty. Um, and whereas uh, Andy, uh, I think he would admit, wouldn't take that super well growing up. Um, and was more emotional. I don't. I don't know how. How would you? What would you say? Uh, more uh, sensitive. The favorite, the favorite child. Yeah, the favorite that's child. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. 
Um, we both agree. Favorite child growing up was definitely Andy. Uh, For sure. But... That's not even a question. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but overall, like, growing up was great. It was just um, sibling issues a lot of times. Um, and what's, what's cool is that when he came to high school, I think we got a little bit closer um, but then especially when I left for college, um, and I would come back and hang out with him, uh, we got a lot closer then. And now we live in the same house and I love him to death. And I also have some of the similar feelings as growing up, you know, where it's just, you're around your brother a lot and it's just family stuff. So, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Wow. That's really sweet. <clears throat> um, I guess I should reciprocate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> only if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a confessional right now, but yeah, uh, I love you too. Oh, and I'm glad that things have turned out the way they have. Yeah, wow. Anyways, back to the That's interview. That's great. Well, let's talk about how they became the way that they are, how things turned out this way. So, homeschooled up until high school. Mm-hmm. You said you really enjoyed high school. I did. Which, you know, I know, I know a lot of people say they enjoyed high school, but even just from living with you and talking with you about it, there was a lot that you really enjoyed about your high school, more so than I think most people uh, tend to enjoy. So what, what was high school like? And, and also, talk about the transition from being homeschooled to high school, because sure. sometimes so, it can be hard, and there's this kind of like... So, so going going from middle school to high school, I think in general is hard. That's what I've heard. Um, going from homeschooler uh, in what is it, middle school, elementary school, to uh, public high school is real weird. Uh, first time in my life, I had a locker. <laughs> you know, just first time going to different classrooms because everything was the same. We just did all our schooling in the basement. Um, so uh, the first year. I was, in my own assessment, super awkward. Uh, there's like, you know, like when you have a homeschooler in mind who comes to public school, I think everyone has some kind of like image in their head. As a very specific person. Right. Um, I don't think I was that bad. I don't think I was like the most weird kid in the school. But like there was just a lot of social cues that I didn't really get. Um, there's social cues I still don't get. Uh, but, you know. You live and learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social cues. Um, social cue. Uh, anyways, yeah. So the first year, I think, uh, in general, it was kind of weird getting used to. Um, I was lucky that I was able to find a group of friends uh, pretty quickly. Um, and those, that group of friends uh, pretty much were my close group um, throughout high school. Um, I was also on the soccer team and um, being able to just – I played soccer a lot growing up um, and even played travel soccer and then got to play with my um, high school team. And uh, that was also a good way just to be, you know, um, social, just kind of get used to what uh, high school's like. Um, but yeah, so the first year was, was kind of weird, but then like the rest of high school, I think was amazing. Um, it was, we went, me and Andy both went to a school called U High. Uh, University High School in Normal, Illinois. Uni. And mm, we don't call it uni. Yeah, no. uh, U-high. Um, it's different, man. Uh, yeah, we'll cut that. <laughs> That's not right. It's a it's a school of 600-ish. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of small relative to, you know, the other schools that were like 4,000 um, in town. And 
uh, I don't know. I love U High. It, it's, you know, everyone in your class, uh, the teachers are great. Um, everyone's super supportive there. And um, it actually, like, in my perspective, I think there's a great sense of, like, unity and culture there where it's um, everyone kind of uh, comes together. Even if you like you aren't friends with everybody, it's you're just, you know, oh, you're from U High. Okay, cool. You know, we got, you know. We're cool. Um, and being an alumni uh, from there is just, I I look forward to doing stuff with UI again. I, I would love for my kids to go to UI, you know, um, or Metcalf, which is the, you know, elementary school version. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a lab school. So it's connected to the uh, college out there, uh, Illinois State University. And so ISU would send a lot of their, uh, um, what's it called? Student teachers. Yeah, education majors. So we had a lot of student teachers. It's a good uh, thing and a bad thing. Yeah. For sure. Lots of good, easy A assignments, uh, mm -hmm. but a lot of, uh, what the heck are we learning? <laughs> yeah. Um, there yeah. were a couple of really good teachers, uh, like, uh, there were a couple of really cool math teachers who would intern and then eventually ended up teaching there. Um, there's a really cool bio teacher. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Troll. Mr. Troll. You remember him? Yeah. yeah. He was really cool. What was his deal? Uh, he was the wrestling coach, but also a biology uh, teacher. But he was just like a man. He was just a dude. It was cool. He was a man. He was a dude. He was a wrestling coach and a biology teacher. Yeah. Do you want me to go into more of like high school stuff? Like I can um, talk about? No? <clears throat> okay. So high school was great. Yep. Uh, you ended up here in Champaign, which is what, 45 minutes away? Yeah. Uh, what came into that decision? What what made you want to come here for college? Um, so my dad graduated from U of I uh, back in the 80s. Um, and just from that fact, I was like, oh, cool, I want to go there. Um, but we would come here uh, to Champaign for Tri-City events um, between the Champaign, Springfield, and Bloomington churches. Uh, and Champaign would always host... Uh, Tri-City event where they would just go to a park or go to somewhere on U of I's campus and do like a cookout. Um, and so I got to see the architecture at uh, U of I, like specifically being on the quad and that that area. I would, I just loved it. It was so, I, I thought it was so like beautiful, the, just the buildings and everything. So yeah, that was like the, the real reason I wanted to come here. It was the only school I applied to. We got in and uh, yeah, I, that's why I came to Champaign. Nice. So you came here, you were at the U of I, and what were you studying at that time? Uh, I was in the under, uh, what is it called, general studies um, division. I was trying to do computer science. I quickly found out that was not what I wanted to do. Um, one, it was insanely hard to get in to yeah. computer science if you were in the general studies. But also, you're just spending like hours and hours and hours and hours behind a computer just coding, at least during school. And i had a floor mate that did that. I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not uh, something I want to do. Um, a lot of math, a lot of science. Um, and it was just not my thing. Gotcha. And you were pretty plugged in with the church back home, obviously. It's where you grew up. And mm -hmm. you grew up in the church. And uh, Tri-City Events was one of the reasons you were exposed to the U of I. So when you came here, you were like, I'm going to be a part of this campus ministry. Yeah. So I knew uh, going into it like going into college that I wanted to be a part of the campus ministry here. Um, and I wanted to hang out with, uh, 
whoever was here. Um, I had known Mike Reynolds uh, from camp one year, and then uh, Trevor and I were pretty good friends through camp. Uh, I'd known Connor growing up. Um, I had met you, uh, that I, and, but I, I unfortunately forget. Uh, I'd met a couple other people from Champaign, too, but I knew like I wanted to get involved with campus here. Yo, I, I remember when we met. Oh, do you? Yeah, it was a great, it was a great time. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, if, if you don't remember. Um, well, I, from what you've told me, it wasn't so great. It wasn't great. From, from my perspective, I think looking back on it, it was all just, you know, in good fun. But we met at a winter blast in Milwaukee, somewhere oh, up north. Yeah. And uh, someone introduced me to you that I knew, probably like Mike Reynolds or maybe it was my brother or something. And uh, I made a joke or something. And you're like, wow, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and you were like, no, I actually think you're a jerk. <laughs> and I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but when someone just is very adamant about, hey, I'm communicating the fact that I think you're a bad person in the minutes of meeting them. And what do you do? How do you react to that? You don't become friends with them. You don't. Usually. So I walked away. And that was that. And that's how we met. I, I don't remember this, but I trusted it happened because it made an impact on, on Derek. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, wow. And then when I heard you were coming to Champagne, I'm like, oh, jeez. I gotta, oh, this guy... This guy's going to rat me out. He thinks I'm a jerk. In, yeah. in your estimate, were you a jerk? No. Oh, okay. All right. I just think I was making a comment. And you you, you know the guys that were in Champagne. I mean, from what I've told, Champagne always had like a, you know, a, a reputation. Some kind of reputation, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's how we met. Uh, but obviously, things have changed. Things have gotten better. And uh, we're here now. Yeah. Um, so were you already baptized when you came here? No, I was not. So how did that, you came here and then how, about how long did that take? Yeah, I did, came out here uh, in 2012, fall 2012, and got baptized in the spring of 2014. So it was uh, about two years, year and a half, two years um, before I got baptized. Um, growing up, you know, I know... That's the right thing to do. And um, really at the start of high school is when uh, I figured out, oh, this is something like just in terms of Christianity and faith. It's like, oh, this is something I can do on my own Um, because I saw my best friend get baptized uh, going into high school. And so throughout high school, I was kind of like in and out, like, okay, I really want to do this and I don't want to do this. I really want to do this. Or um, I would say I want to do it and didn't really have the backup, like the motivation to do it. uh, on my own, and so, uh, um, yeah, so then I, I came out here to Champaign and um, immediately got hooked up with the campus ministry um, because I, I knew I still wanted to be around um, disciples and be around the church um, and come to hang out devos and, and midweeks. Um, yeah, um, and so I started studying with a guy named Anthony Testa. Uh, he was the campus minister at the time, and um, one of the big things that had happened between high school and college is uh, my parents told us that we were gonna get, that they were gonna get a divorce, um, and it really rocked my world a lot um, more than I thought it was going to. Um, and so, me and Anthony, a lot of that whole first semester was just trying to help me 
work through that, process it, figure out how to, uh, you know, because up until that point, that's kind of like my foundation, my world. And, and then not only am I trying to transition into a new phase of life, I'm trying to work through all that emotional stuff. Um, and so Anthony was really helpful in just working through a lot of that, um, trying to help me move more towards uh, Jesus in that time too, like um, trying to figure out how to be a disciple. Uh, and so towards the end of that time, I was like, okay, like, I think I want to get baptized and I think I'm, I'm ready. Um, and, uh, I got together with uh, a guy named Nick Neergarter, uh, with, and Anthony and just talked about it because Anthony hadn't known me that long. Um, and, uh, Nick had seen me growing up, uh, him, uh, and his wife. And then, uh, my parents were really close and, uh, I, his son, Kurt, uh, was my best friend. So he'd like, he'd seen us growing up and he knows me really well. And so we talked and, um, one of the things he said was like, I don't think you're emotionally connecting with God at all. Um, and more words than that, but, um, I walked away from that conversation, not really super happy. Cause I was like, oh, I thought I was like, you know, I thought I was doing what I needed to do. Um, but that was an issue I'd had growing up. It was an issue that my parents had kind of had some of, and, um, looking back on it, he was absolutely right. Like I wasn't being vulnerable. I wasn't like opening my, opening up to God really. Um, and so I didn't end up getting baptized then, uh, kind of stopped studying trying to be a disciple at that point. Um, still hanging around the church. Those are my friends. Um, but not really trying to put in a ton of effort to learning and growing, um, until, uh, well, even still. So that spring semester, um, spring 2013, uh, towards the end of it, Mike and Peter, uh, had asked me to move in with them, uh, for the fall semester. And I was like, nah, you know, I already got my uh, dorm room set up for the fall and I think I'm going to be good. Um, and I was going to live on my own, which is great. And, uh, so I told him no. And, uh, went back that summer. Uh, my parents' papers were finalized and I'm um, just trying to figure out how to live, uh, two different homes, uh, kind of like that or two different places. And, um, you know, just a lot of emotional crap going on, like a lot of, a lot of stuff that I didn't know how to deal with and was just learning. And, Came back that fall semester and was pretty prideful towards Anthony, not really trying to get together. Um, and uh, started that that semester. Uh, and about halfway through, I started having some, uh, well, actually the whole time I had some depression stuff going on. And um, it just kind of came to a head. And I also uh, ended up uh, dropping out of school at that point, um, pulling out of, of school and uh, I wanted somewhere to, I wanted to stay in Champaign because that's where my life was now. That's where, um, my friends were. Um, and so I went to my computer and said, Hey, like this is happening. Can I still move in with you guys? Um, and they were like, yeah, they were, they were all for it. They loved it. Uh, and so I ended up moving in with them, uh, and a guy named, uh, Maurice Branch and I got a job. I started working and, uh, um, yeah, started paying rent, uh, being responsible on my own for stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was that fall. And so pretty much that whole time up until spring, I'm trying to figure out, uh, get a hold of my depression and was started taking meds and, uh, went to one counseling session. Um, but just trying to figure out life and how, why I'm feeling what I am. Um, and got a little bit more of a hold on it. Um, but then that spring semester, I started really feeling like a hypocrite. Um, cause all my friends were in the church. I'm living with disciples. I know what it means to be a disciple, like intellectually, but I didn't have any, um, like I knew I wasn't there. I knew I wasn't saved. 
And so I was like, I, I can't keep doing this. I hate this. Like, I hate being a hypocrite. Um, and so uh, around uh, March, March of that uh, spring, I, uh, I was just like, okay, so I can either keep doing this. I can uh, live my life as a hypocrite. I can uh, fall the face of the earth, uh, just move out and do my own thing and cut ties with everyone, which did not sound like a good option. Didn't want to do that. Or uh, three, like actually go 100% and figure out what it means to be a disciple, like figure out what I'm doing wrong. What do I need to do? Um, go back to Anthony and just say like, hey, like just tell me like I, I want to do this. Help me do this. I, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Um, and pretty soon after that, uh, me and Anthony – uh, just studied a lot um, and a lot of prayer uh, and fasting and just trying to get my life on track. And uh, I got baptized April 18th, 2014. And uh, it was the best decision I ever made. Hmm. So, so about what, coming up four years? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Wow, dude. That's a crazy story. You went through a lot to get there. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. It feels weird because I've told it a lot, so it's hard mm-hmm. to see it from the outside. But um, one of the things I'm seeing is that, you know, my parents' divorce actually did have a lot bigger toll than I knew at the time. And then that I still know, like I'm, I'm starting to figure out that I'm still dealing with stuff that I um, that I thought I'd gotten on track and that uh, I thought was good. But um, I think... It's hard for me to say I'm grateful that it happened because it's just something hard, right? Um, But I 100% think that that is a thing that it took to get me to open up to God. Um, To kind of, growing up, I I cried maybe once a year, maybe, um, if not less than that. And I just hated being weak. I hated being uh, like... I thought showing that vulnerability, showing that emotion was just weakness. Um, and I still hated it into college. Uh, but when that happened with my parents, I had no other choice but to go to people and cry in front of them and say, I don't know what's going on. Um, and it really changed my mind on showing emotion, on, on being vulnerable and, and being able to cry, you know? Um, and I think that affected my ability to connect with God a lot. I think mm-hmm. I was at that point able to go to God and just say like, God, I don't know what else to do here. Like I can't do this on my own. I need your help. I, I, there is nowhere else I can turn. Um, so I think that had a, a huge impact on me actually becoming a Christian. So I'm, I want to say I'm, I'm grateful for the experience. It's just hard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's totally Okay. I think it's awesome you're able to pull that out of such a difficult situation and you're able to see that, yeah, like this was difficult and there's a lot of negative and a lot of just a lot of things that came from it, but you were able to see it and identify that, man, this is what paved the way for so many greater things in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, going back a little bit to just your school, obviously you talked about uh, U of I a little bit, um, but you're now back in school. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just talk a little bit about, about that and how what you're doing now. Yeah, so um, so after I, I dropped out of uh, U of I and started working and going, uh, you know, paying around on my own, um, I had gotten baptized. And then that summer, uh, I was trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Um, I didn't want to go back to U of I because I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. Uh, and it's really expensive. And so um, they make you declare what your major is before the end of your sophomore year. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I didn't want to pay $30,000 just to figure it out. Um, and so I went to Parkland, the community college here, and um, just took some basic classes uh, and trying to get some kind of degree going. It took me probably about a year to figure it out. Um, uh, I did some you know, theater classes. I did some construction classes. I really, the reason I went to Parkland because I wanted to be in the aviation program. Um, but it's just, it's also super expensive. Um, and so I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do and took an anatomy and physiology class and loved it. Um, and I also have some background because my dad's a drug rep. And so he has to know certain things about the body and, and he worked closely with doctors and nurses. And so, um, nursing, uh, Parkland has a great nursing program. And uh, I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. Let me get into that two years and I can start working as a nurse and uh, keep going from there and figure it out. Um, but I just got, I wanted to work with the human body. I wanted, I thought it was so cool and the way it works. Um, and uh, so I started trying to work to get in the nursing program. I did. Uh, and it's, it's been uh, difficult, <laughs> but um if I'm able to pass the semester, then I will graduate in May. Awesome. Come on. Amen. Amen. Um, and is there any plans yet for what you're trying to do after? Or like, do you have a specific field you're trying to go into or anything like that? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think I would like to, to be uh, in the emergency department. Um, I think the OR is really cool. Um, I think anywhere I go in nursing, I will be happy and enjoy it. Uh, but those are two of the places that I think I would really enjoy being in. Um, maybe eventually flight nurse. I, I think those are pretty cool. You get to go in a helicopter and go out to, uh, critical, uh, care patients. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. That would mix like two year. Yeah. Be yeah. Yeah. You'd be in the air. And a nurse. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great. Be a nurse flying a helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Alec, mm-hmm. say, hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. someone in our ministry was like, hey, I want to encourage Alec today. What might that person do to encourage you? Yeah. Um, so there's two things that I find super encouraging. Um, I love notes. Uh, so cards or letters or whatever. Um, and I keep a lot of those and I, I just, I don't know. I like those a lot. Um, and then also, uh, some kind of act of service. And I don't know how anyone could do this, but there was a time where a sister folded my laundry for me. Uh, she offered to. I didn't ask her or anything. And Whoa. it was 
one of the most encouraging things ever. Um, so I don't know, just acts of service of some sort, doing the dishes, uh, you know, I, I don't even know what you could possibly think of, but that was just insanely encouraging. Um, come do our dishes. <laughs> I mean, do Alex dishes, uh, but do our dishes, you know, yeah. cause we live in the same Shout place. out Braylon Martin. Shout out to Braylon Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Folder of laundry. Um, Folder of laundry. Yeah, but writing writing a note, anything like that, is great. Awesome. That's pretty easy to do. Yeah. And something like specific. So like there's there's general notes where it's like, hey, you're great. Have a good day. Oh, uh, which, you know, it's still nice like to get. But if it's like something specific and thought out and, and elab- not elaborate, but, you know, like well thought out. Put some thought into it, people. Yeah. This man needs encouragement. That's right. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Hey, do you do you hear something? Is that? Is it? Is it time? Could it be? It's time for the... It's time for the fire round. Fire round. Okay, on that note, (laughs) cue the drums. All right, here we go. Spotify or Pandora? Pandora. Country music or anything else? Anything else. Red or green grapes? Purple. Uh, Purple. Yeah. Cool Ranch or nacho cheese Doritos? Cool Ranch. Cats or dogs? Dogs all the way. Oh, yes. Netflix or Hulu? Uh, Netflix, all the way. Cake or pie? Pie. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Dine-in or delivery? If you want to say takeout, you can say takeout. Dine-in. Okay. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. You know they don't sell Pepsi on the U of I's campus? What? You can't get a Pepsi... At, like, any U of I affiliated... Anyway, yeah, go ahead. And you really like Diet Pepsi. I really love it. Are there, like, secret circles of, like, Pepsi dealers? There's, like, the occasional restaurant or the occasional vending machine that you might find somewhere that has a Diet Pepsi. Is that something we could, like, abuse a little bit? Like, just bring Pepsis in there and be like, yo, you looking for that... (laughs) You looking for that little little buzz? (laughs) It's got a nice fizz. I got something crisper than a cool spring day. <laughs> you heard of Coke. Now try this. <laughs> Pepsi. It's off-brand Coke, but it's its own brand. You looking for something crisper than a cool spring morning? Sure. I got it. The perfect thing. Yeah. Pepsi. I will take seven. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, gosh. We're in the middle of a fire round. (laughs) We are in it. Is it me? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Sports or arts? Sports. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Caleb or Esther? Caleb. (sighs) Rain or sun? 
Son. Spoon or fork? Fork. Nike or Adidas? Adidas. Mm. Oh, was that? That doesn't sound like one of the options. And the final two most important questions of the fire round. Danimals or Noosa? Bruh, this isn't even a debate. Danimals 100%. Come on. Preach the word. Preach. Animals or roll all, um, <laughs> and then and finally, uh, of course, pancakes or waffles. Pancakes. Yeah. You had to Thank think you. about that for a little, like a. I long wanted to time. say specifically, original house pancakes. Pancakes. Oh, mm. those are or original pancake house pancakes. Those are on another level. Yeah. They're in a league of their own. That's right. You can't even compare waffles to those. They're in a, a pan of their own. Well, on that very depressing <laughs> note, um, wow, Alec, it's been great to have you on. Uh, I feel like I learned a lot about you. Uh, I'm 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 encouraged. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you for you know chit chatting with us for a little bit. Yeah, uh, absolutely. About your life. Thanks Getting for having me. Open. Um, yeah, and that's that's about it. That's all about right, all she wrote. Yeah, she she finished that novel. Published it for sure. It's on the shelves. Who is she? J.K. Someone like hotcakes. Someone like pancakes. Yes. All right. So have a great spring break. We'll see you in the new half of the semester right. when we come back. Yes. Bye. And everything is hard again. Yes. Because that's the way life is. That's the way the, the co- news goes. The cookie crumbles. All right, uh, and tune in next week when we will interview somebody that you may already know. Is that rain? Is it raining? It sounds weird in here. Sounds like rain. I came here looking for a fair fight! But you have denied me that! Give me a chance to earn my freedom! Please! You swore to me that on this day, you would face me like a man. And you haven't! Why? Why? Socks and sandals are my friend. Socks and sandals.